Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry, CEO of Origin Clear, and welcome to the podcast Water is the New Gold, which is based on a briefing that I give every week in a webinar, and it really explores how water is changing disruptions. Go ahead, give a listen, and stay tuned. Okay, it is the 17th, and um, right now we are going to mute everyone out except for Ken, who's on with us. And hello, Ken Berenger. Hello, Rick Zeckelberry. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. All right, let's set the stage here because we've been going on about this one trillion to five trillion number, and what the heck does that mean for Origin Clear? It's just a bunch of BS, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the additional thing that, that I just want to comment on because I had my people responding to comments in Facebook, people who were being very, very free with their opinions, shall we say, not very factual, and we thought it was time. Some people claimed that this morning's release was an old story. The people for whom we installed the system don't think so, since it just recently got it this summer. The fact is that we have had a big win with this installation in a part of the Mid-Atlantic region, not too far from where you are based, Ken. And uh, 20 minutes, what this, yeah. Exactly. What this installation demonstrates is several things. Number one, the, the problem of businesses having to treat their own water is real. This particular dealership was going to expand into this location, but had no way to connect to sewage and had no way to have a, a substantial water treatment system. And so they had to do something compact, treat the black water. Black water, we mean poop water, just so everybody knows. You know, treat the black water, uh, do so on a environmentally safe way, et cetera. And that was something that enabled them to use, that's the positive side of the story, enabled them to then invest in a property that was quite cheap and end up with something that had much, much more value. So businesses are being confronted with this problem every day, and they are also getting a beneficial solution out of it by putting in their own systems that are not very expensive. To give another example that was not done by us, it's a uh, case study that was done in a brewery for uh, another water company. And this brewery was trying to double their size. And the local city said, sorry, you can't do that. We don't have the infrastructure uh, basically go to hell. And so they couldn't. They had, they had to meet growth demands. And so they went ahead and invested in their own in-house water treatment system and doubled their capacity as a result. And, of course, you get all these benefits like, even if you don't use the, the water to make beer with, which a lot of people might have an issue with, you still are going to reuse about 50% of your water to wash down vessels and steam clean and so forth. So it's a useful thing to do. And we're seeing these, these occur all over the place, the off-the-grid water treatment solutions. So that was a big win, and it was recent, and it was an example of the modular water treatment philosophy of the business needs a solution and it just wants a black box that's going to be trucked outside, plugged in, and they can worry about their core business. In this case, they wanted to sell cars. In fact, they didn't want to be mentioned by names because they didn't want a bunch of looky-loos to come over and see their poop water treatment system. They really just wanted to <laughs> sell cars. And that's what we find with, with these businesses is that you, know, you get a headache, you take your anesthesia and you move on. You don't want to keep worrying about the darn headache. And if that takes care of the headache, then that's the last you, you think of it. We're very happy with how this model is playing out. This connects directly to the idea of one to five trillion. Where did I get this concept? So we know for a fact that 
only 20% of all dirty water in the world is treated. That's a stat that can easily be proven. And in fact, it's in recent articles that we've published. It's better in developed countries. It's worse as under, as in undeveloped countries. So it comes out to an average of 20%. One out of five gallons of water are treated and the rest are thrown away. So really the water industry should be five times as large as, as it is now. It's a, it's a $1 trillion industry in 2020, whereas it was a half a trillion dollar industry 10 years ago. So that means that, okay, it doubled in 10 years. Good. Is it going to double again in another 10 years? Probably, but it needs to do it even faster if we're going to you know, do something about all that dirty water that makes people sick, that pollutes the rivers, that creates all the red tide and green algae and you name it. You know, the, this is a real, the, the untreated water is not out of sight of our mind. Uh, just looking at the problem of contamination by septic systems, home septic systems, 200,000 bacterial illnesses come out of the contamination from leaky or broken septic systems, and 100,000 viral illnesses a year. That's an important stat just for the 26 million septic systems. So we need to realize that this is a real problem, public health, that there's a lot of complacency. And related to that, not the same, but related to it is the problem of recycling. A, we don't treat four-fifths of the water, and B, we only recycle 1% of the water that we treat, <laughs> or rather that we use. So think about that. Not only do we need to dramatically increase how much water we treat, but we need to recycle much more of the water that we use. That's very conveniently combined in a self-treatment model, because if you treat your own water, you can reuse your own water. If you send it down to the city and it ain't coming back, it's going to be disposed of one way or the other. The key to both dramatically increasing the amount of, re of treatment and dramatically increasing the amount of reuse is all in this off-the-grid or self-reliant water treatment. By doing that, we can dramatically speed up the growth of water treatment. Why? Well, it's a fact that large public works do not get done anymore in this world. Nobody's doing them. In fact, India has terrible, terrible, terrible problems, and yet they're spending $90 billion on a water equalization program up in the highlands. And meanwhile, 28,000 Indians a year die who have the lovely job of cleaning sewers. So it's just so pathetically primitive that it's hard to encompass. But the fact is, certainly in the U.S., we're not building infrastructure. And there's permitting issues, and nobody wants the streets torn up, and all this stuff. And the rest of the world, either. There's, there's plenty of money being spent, but it's not being spent on infrastructure. Few countries do well. Look at Israel, which is very, very disciplined and manages to recycle almost 90% of the water, and therefore treats 90% of the water. You have to look all the way. The next one down is Spain with 20% recycling. So in, uh, Israel really stands out. Most of the countries in the world are not very disciplined with that in that respect. Okay, so you have a problem that central infrastructure and the billions and trillions that have to be spent are not going to be spent. And so then you go, okay, what's going to happen? Well, small is beautiful. You know, individual water treatment systems can be built and it kind of works well. Solves the problem at, at the margin, does not overload the municipalities. So the municipalities can pretty much stay the way they are. They don't have to expand dramatically. You just keep adding capacity at the edge. 
and this the best example that I can think of is when mainframes became PCs. And along the way, they became mini computers. So mainframes were one time the only way that you could process data. And everybody had what called time sharing systems. And everybody had to share time and there were queues and you had to book for it. You know, these stupid telex machines that were literally the, the terminals for these things. Then businesses got into mini computers, which they had on, on their premise. And it's a little expensive, but they have now mini computers like the old uh, digital equipment and the HP machines. And then finally they got even smaller to the PCs. And now I do a lot of my work literally on my iPhone. So it gets smaller and smaller and further more and more remote and more and more individualized. Right now for water, we are at the stage of the mini computer. We've moved away from the mainframes and the mainframes, even today in the world, mainframes are still quite busy. Lots of mainframes out there. There's just even greater quantity of PCs. And so the mainframes are the water districts. They're going to continue. And then the mini computers are these remote things. And then we're going to get into consumer systems, which are these PCs and on and on. It's going to get smaller and smaller, more and more remote. How does this relate to origin clear? Very simple. We have the idea of uh, short-term rentals. Well, Airbnb is the leader in short-term rentals, but guess what? There are other players, there's VRBO and a couple others. And uh, so Airbnb is not the only one by any means, but it is, it is the dominant player. It's the one that people have the, the branding, like I'm going, to, I'm going to Airbnb or I'm going to, I'm going to go Uber. I don't, I don't say I'm, the, I'm going to Lyft. You say, I'm going to, I'm going to come over <laughs> to you. And so when you occupy that, that, that first position, you have mindshare. And so we have an opportunity as an early pioneer to be a mindshare leader for this new off-the-grid water treatment situation, which is such an important trend. And other people are playing it, but I've been talking about this since 2016, wrote articles about it back then, and have had a hard time getting people to realize it. But now the trend is with us. We have a product line, and we're going to be expanding it. I'm in talks, for example, right now to expand the modular water treatment line to Asia. And that's exciting. Okay, so I've kind of done my little uh, my little diatribe here, my, my rant. Uh, the reason I brought Ken on board is that he's our VP of Business Development, and he has two, three major hats. He is working with uh, Michael Mann on our corporate sales group, and he's, he's been responsible for launching that. He also talks to our investors. Uh, it's one of his activities that he's very good at. And the third thing is, is he comes up with brilliant new outside-the-box ideas, uh, for example, just today we were discussing, Ken, your idea for setting up structures, financing structures funded by investors that would allow them to finance a water systems directly. This is the same way that an, uh, an oil well is financed uh, with, a par- with a limited partnership. So again, you're, you're, those are the three major things that, that we rely on you, and I'm sure there'll be much more to come. So I'd like you just uh, briefly, Ken, uh, welcome, and uh, tell me your thoughts about this $1 to $5 trillion concept. Well, thanks again, Riggs, and, and um, good evening, everybody. I um, I've given a lot of thought to it. So you you made a, a kind of a, made a statement earlier. Uh, oh, and by the way, I think that the the brand most associated with a single brand is a Google. You don't search for anything on the internet. You Google it, right? Because they were the first. So we want it to be origin cleared. How do you get the other? How do you get the rest of the world to do what you want? Right? We want everyone. Look. We want everyone to treat water because it's a really good thing to happen for the planet. Now, environmentally and socially conscious people have wanted that all along. And will that win out in the long run? Maybe it will. I just think doing it that way organically will take longer than we want it to. 
So how do you make the world do something you want right away? You don't. But if you have an innovation that makes property values immediately more value by virtue of installing that innovation, makes it less expensive and more practical and increases asset values, there's your want. So the auto dealer that Riggs mentioned, this is not in the boonies. This is in Mars, PA. It's the suburbs. So the areas of the United States that this is going to be very well received in are just a handful of miles outside the city. Why did they want a closed loop system? Because it was the most economic, practical way to take property that was going to be inexpensive and develop it very inexpensively. How do we do that on a large scale? We just did it. We delivered the ability for countless locations to drop instant infrastructure on their door, take inexpensive real estate and make it much more valuable in just one step. If the motivation to treat warm water is because it's coming from the environmentally and socially conscious people, we've already got that covered. We've had that covered for years. But if the motivation is simply an economic decision, then that includes everybody else who's considering this. And by getting in front of this now, I really think we can have a shorter trail here on making kind of drop and go water treatment than PCs had. You know, when you think about it, we could never operate the amount of computing we do today with the mainframe business. Water is a heck of a lot more important than information. And I think that we have the ability right now to transform the way water is dealt with in the next five years. That's a beautiful thing. And the other important thing to remember is that if you think of Origin Clear as being on that scale, then everything that we've been up till now, and Lord knows I've had my learning experiences, you know, we all know that, and we've had our pivots because industries changed, et cetera, et cetera. But all that was a tiny preamble to what is to come. You know, if we're right, because these things are indications of a huge, huge, huge tidal wave of adoption of these remote systems, then Origin Clear has the potential to be vastly larger than maybe even I have thought in my wildest dreams. One thing that, that people tend to get all caught up in right now because of the reverse split and, oh my God, the stock's up 20%, down 20%, sideways, this way, that way. This is something that is uh, a premise that kind of proves itself because if, if we can just continue to execute, and I believe we are, we're going to dramatically exceed multiple, many, many multiples. And I appoint you guys to stock named Monster, Monster Beverage, made 20,000%. And then people sold, and it still kept on going up. And if, if you're able to hold that thing, most people were not disciplined enough to hold on to it the whole time. But it, it ended up multiples, you know, many thousands of percents of the original investment and uh, i'm not making any representations here except pointing to the logic and here's something that's very important to think about for those of you who are able to invest in the company directly being accredited investors and that is think about it the more you invest in origin clear the more resources we have to deploy to become the leader and so your willingness to not be shy and to make the move in a very protected investment is going to directly make this a self-fulfilling prophecy that we will get these edge systems rolled out faster. What the, really it comes down to is execution. And we cannot execute with just 30 people. It's going to be about acquisition. And that's really exciting. 
what's going on with the acquisitions for us. And I've cried wolf a couple of times. And that was really because we got ourselves stuck with financing partner that was very puzzling. They couldn't get out of their own way in terms of analysis paralysis, but they did manage to charge us a bunch of money. So they were good enough for that. But unfortunately, they could not <laughs> deliver. Uh, we have managed to get well clear of that. We now have really, 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 really good financing opportunities. We're very, very confident about next year. This will create the momentum built through a bunch of creative acquisitions. It's going to really make this company able to finally grow at the rate it is. But I think what you and I are talking about is the fundamental trend that if we can execute on, we will be and are today a key player and no longer just a pioneer, but a leader of something new. And that's super exciting. I would just add one thing, uh, Riggs. When people say, okay, why now? You know, why Origin Clear? Why now? Well, the biggest challenge, especially a water company can encounter with an innovation, is to get that innovation accepted, used, proven it works, and then get paid for it. We finally accomplished all of those in both areas of our business with our original inventions and now this this instant infrastructure aspect, we can now point to two separate areas that we're operating successfully in. This is what most of our investors have been waiting a decade for, and we've delivered. Yes. And in fact, later this month, Bill Charneski and my brother, Stephen, who's our video guy, are traveling to Spain to document the use of our own in-house technology. And when you think about it, Ken, this is another application of the smallest beautiful concept because Spain as I've said before, is the third largest producer of pork in the world. Number one is China, number two is the U.S., number three is Spain. They have these huge manure lagoons, and one of the leading companies in the space, Montajes Lojares, created a venture called Defi Pork to have mobile systems trucked into each of the producers all over the country and pump out the lagoons and treat them, and then go to the next one, go to the next one. Because they realize you don't have to have a full-time treatment system for each one of these. It's a, sort of a batch process. Well, that's, you know, again, self-help because these uh, pork producers cannot dump their manure effluent on the municipality. It's too much. It's too toxic. Not only that, the, the dollar value or the, the uh, peseta value of, of all that manure as fertilizer is huge. I understand that certain kinds of manure are really, really good for gardening, but for sure they're great fertilizer, organic fertilizer. You don't want to try and send it down to the, to the sewage plant, even if you could. I think that really is yet another way that we're doing. It's a variation of what we do. Like, you know, Uber does the shared Uber and the, and the Uber Black. And so we have our little product line, the modular systems, but also the electro water separation and also the advanced oxidation, which I have much more going on, which I can't even get into in this call. Ken, any, any additional thoughts? Just that, you know, I, I, again, I think it, it again kind of goes back to, you know, the monetizing of land by creating instant infrastructure. Really what Depu Pork did is they're allowing these pork farms to monetize what used to be a major ecological and financial liability. So if we just keep innovating in these spaces, we're basically creating markets that didn't exist prior. That's how disruptions are really made. And I, I, I got to tell you, with everything that's happened in the last six months, it's like it's a new company. Now, is right now the perfect time? 
I don't know. But are we in the best place we've ever been as a company as at this moment? Absolutely, no doubt about it. So I'm just really excited about what tomorrow you know, brings because we're really executing. Well, one thing that's going to make this the right time, of course, as you and I know, is that the board is becoming interested in tightening up the offering. It's never going to be as generous as it has been. Mm-hmm. You know, 2018 into 2019 has been a transitional period for us where we uh, you know, cleaned up a lot. We've been cleaning up our cap table, getting rid of a lot of the, the liabilities that we acquired through our learning through experimentation process. We're, we're now going to start tightening up some of the um, conditions. For example, we're planning to not have a mandatory redemption of the principal. That's going to be a major change. We're, we're going to make small changes, but I think that it's a very, very important that if you're looking at investing in Origin Clear as an accredited investor, that you do it now rather than later, because when we, when we make the change, we will not be able to advertise it. The day will come. I think that if you want to the promised secured repayment of your principal plus dividend plus price protected grant of quote unquote free stock, then you should act now. And this time I can give them my number because I'm on the line and I can get my, yeah. my extension correct, right? Okay. So um, <laughs> if you if you want to <laughs> if you want to discuss this further, it's three two three nine three nine six six four five. I'm extension two oh one. If I'm on the line, you can dial extension 116. You'll speak with Devin. We'll get you on my calendar for a follow-up call right away. Please, please call if, if, even if you're not quite sure because we want your questions. We want your concerns. We want to know what you think is an issue. We want to know if you think we're smoking something. This is important to us. We think we're doing a wonderful job, but of course. Now, feedback's important, yeah. super important. All right. Well, thank you, Ken, for coming on. It was very helpful, and uh, we'll do this again for sure. Thank you. And it's everyone have a great weekend. I'm always available via Devin, but frankly, Kevin is much smarter than me about this stuff. So everyone have a great weekend. Thanks again, Ken, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Good night. I have a great evening. Thanks again. Good night, folks. Well, that's it for the podcast. Thank you for joining. I do hope you stay subscribed. If you'd like to interact with me live, then join me each week at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, or the Zoom webinar. Simply sign up at originclear.com slash CEO, and thank you.